Jumbo Vector. Let's go to Uganda, where Kampala kicks off installation of solar lights in the Owini market. Sana Elvis, I just found this story interesting with the current load shedding crisis we have in <laughs> South Africa and the fact that we keep asking why we are not using solar energy to at least light the streets up and, and, and basic, basic functions that don't require the main grid or the heavy current kind of, of supply from ESCO. But Owino market is more like... I can't think of an equivalent in South Africa, but it's about seven hectare kind of property which was established in the 70s during the time of of, of Iria Mina, I think, when when there was just not enough space at the Nakasero market. If you are in Uganda, in Kampala particularly, Elvis, and you want to get a bargain from food to your Nike sneakers to anything, you need to get up early around five. You must be already at Owino Mall, a shopping <laughs> shopping complex. It's a very messy affair, but everybody who knows where to get a good bargain in Kampala goes there. So the Kampala Capital City Authority decided, well, let's, among other things, to contain the the, the crime situation and, and, and risk that goes with that, install the city lights. We're talking... 60,000, 50,000 vendors in this small area, Elvis. So it's a very important part. And, and I find it interesting that the city of Kampala will be prioritizing it because that's where often in Africa we neglect the informal economy. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very good move, and I'm sure it's going to provide a case study of how to formalize informal uh, trading because everybody in Kampala knows where Owino is. By the way, it's named by an old man who was there when the market was already established. He was he was he was selling potatoes and millies or something like that. And although the city named it municipal market, the trader said, forget it, this is a win after the <laughs> old man. Staying in Uganda, <laughs> MTN Uganda links with Huawei to modernize its network towards 5G. Yeah, exactly. Cloud native core computing, they they are going places. MTN is the largest taxpayer, if if not among the largest in Uganda, Elvis, and, and it's a real big player. Sylvia Mulinga, this is credit to her. She's a Kenyan businesswoman under 50 years of age who could not be appointed by, I think, Vodacom in Tanzania because the government of Tanzania couldn't give her a work permit around 2018. She is a Kenyan educated at the University of Nairobi, but it's credit to her strategy. She was appointed less than a year ago, and she just realized that to stay competitive and and fend off the competition or the, whatever challenge could come from Safaricom, where she was trained and, and, and made the businesswoman she is, she has to keep that edge, growing edge in within, within MTN Uganda. So it's a very good collaboration with Huawei, and as you know, 5G is in the near future. She says this is how they are going to, they are preparing themselves to make sure they become a, a cloud-native core computing company to give their customers full advantage. Let's now go to Tanzania and Zanzibar registers over 3.2 billion US dollar investment projects. This is becoming a serious contender to become the next Mauritius. If they keep the trajectory they are going, remember they, they, they are part of the United Republic of Tanzania, so they are not a sovereign state entirely, but they have their own president, President Mwini, and he is saying with the growth percentage of about 5% and inflation hovering just below 5%, these $3.2 billion investments are going to create that, that kind of, of attractiveness. 
Remember, Tanzania as a whole was named by CNN Travel last week or two weeks ago as one of the top five destinations in Africa to visit. So if you are Zanzibar and you're part of that bigger United Republic of Tanzania and you're having your basics, your fundamental economic basics in, in, in place, you are, you, are, you are well positioned. I suspect Zanzibar could become a very serious growth hub. They just renovated their airport, if I'm not mistaken, two, three years ago. So in this post-recovery, post-COVID recovery phase, being the tourist economy that it is, plus all these investments, it looks like they're headed in the right place, and they could be just the gem in the Tanzanian Republic.